to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And guys, let me let me tell you a quick story before I introduce this gentleman to you. We met a few months back at the Cherry Creek Mortgage Sales Rally, Sales Summit, whatever you want to call it. And guys, here's why he's on the show, because I sat in the back of the room while he spoke about social media and I was blown away. He, he's one of the few people I've ever met that teaches like I teach. So maybe selfishly, Larry, the reason you're here is because I see a lot of myself in you. But guys, Larry Bettag, he is a vice president of Cherry Creek Mortgage. He is an attorney. He is an author. He is a father of five. He has been married for a really long time. Uh, he is a struggling fan of Notre Dame. And he absolutely crushes social media, not just from his ability to use it, but, but his ability to teach it to others. And so, Larry, welcome to the show. Dude, long time coming. I'm so happy to be here. And I got to tell you, um, I know I canceled on you earlier, um, but uh, <laughs> I didn't even get to meet you until that was at the, the conference called Ascend. And, uh, and then I had no idea that you were I, I was going to be sitting in your, 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 your breakout a little bit later on too. So it was kind of neat because we got to see the way we each other operated. It, it, it was, it was really cool. And I I'm just blown away at just the way the, the, the mindset that you've taken with social media. And, and so I, I think the, where I want to just dive in is like, where do you see LOs missing the mark when it comes to social media? So let's talk about it really quickly. Uh, what's the biggest brand? What's the most important part of being an LO? Uh, let me let me let me ask you a couple of questions here. So, okay, um, you're let's just forget about social media. As an LO, the product is a mortgage. No, the product's you. Um, yeah. As an LO, the product's me, and um, the mortgage is what we're the, the 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 thing we're selling you, right? And then um, when I see LOs. And Facebook in particular, but they're always hawking a product. And I think about all the time when you connect with someone on social media and then immediately you get the inbox, hey, I'm Larry Bettag and I got life insurance. You want in? And I'm like, okay, really? Just because we have 12 mutual friends, that doesn't make my it, my life any better. Um, I think about the thing with Casey Cunningham, know me, like me, trust me. And um, I'm most passionate about relationships. You got great yeah. relationships built on trust. Deals will come. So uh, people hawk their wares. You can show the world how smart you are by serving them as opposed to selling them. That's the biggest difference. Whoa. That's so good. So knowing that, right, if, if, if we truly believe that, that we are the product that we're ultimately selling, 
what what would you say are some of the easiest practices to put into place from an LO perspective on Facebook, on Instagram, et cetera? So the biggest misnomer is I tell people, you know, you're, you, you, they think about creating the, the, um, their business profile page. And while that's incredibly important, until you have more than 5,000 followers uh, on your Facebook page that's professional, it's no different than uh, on your personal page. And in other words, your professional page is a subset for most people uh, of their personal page. So I do everything on my personal page and everything I do is about know me, like me, trust me. So I'm very transparent with who I am. Uh, I'm a married father of five. I got a 22, 20, 18, 16, 14. Um, I, uh, you know, I work at a law firm. Um, I, um, I'm an author and I want to work hard. I have four goals and there's a point here. I have four goals moving into um, the, the latter part of my life. I, I said, I want to work harder than everybody else. I want to make more money than I've ever made. I want to take more time off than I've ever had, but I want to have deeper relationships than I've ever had. Mm. And so in doing that, for me, who cares about getting a mortgage? I mean, even being in the industry, do I care if I sell another mortgage? I really don't. I mean, I, I want to sell more than everybody else, but I really, the thing that stirs me up and gets me out of bed cranks my bait, if you will, is um, just being, um, building these relationships. And um, some relationships will end up me getting a mortgage. Some relationships will be me building realtor referral partners or uh, financial plan referral partners because I'm being real. And so here, here's what reality looks like to me. And I'll shut up and you continue on with your questions. Um, <laughs> but reality to me is when I share and tell the world um, that I'm about ready to murder one of my kids because they did something really stupid. Um, I don't think there's a single parent out there that can't relate to that. Um, right. And so there's an authenticity. Now, I'm not going to go in there and I'm not going to, I would never say dirt that would, um, that was TMI or too much information about my kids. But I, I'm going to say the things that we all get along with. I'm, I'll never say that my wife hit me over the head with a frying pan. I'm sleeping on the couch because I had an extramarital affair. Um, but I can say that, um, you know what, um, guys, I might need a place to stay this week, this weekend because I did something stupid. And I might say some tongue in cheek thing. Like I, I, uh, I gave her poison ivy instead of flowers. And um, so <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be out there. And, and guys can relate that because guys are just trying to keep the wheels on the floor, uh, 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 on the road. And then the women, I can relate to that guy. I marry this guy. This guy can't keep his wheels on the, on the road either. So there's something lovable about that. Absolutely. And how, how do you teach? Like, I, I feel like it's very, like, I think it's genuine when you say it. And I feel genuine about it when I say it, but I feel like it's become very cliche for people to talk about how, like, they want to be more relational with people. I think that's what we think now people like want to hear. How, like, what is it that's changed in you or, or, or the volume has been turned up that that's caused you to truly say like, I want to build deeper relationships than ever before. Like, how do you get someone there? Now, the, the, when you say, well, how do you get someone there? How do you get who, where, how do I get to that point? 
or sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How did, how did you get to that point? And then would, and if you reverse engineered it, how would you coach an LO that's just like, Larry, I'm so, I'm so transactional. Like that's like, how do you help them rewire their thinking to be more relational? Well, I, I, you and I know each other, but we don't know each other super intimately enough to know that we are cut of the same cloth and, and probably come from the same blood in a certain way. And um, sure, I will say this, um, coaching has been huge for me. And I can tell you that I, I've had this conversation so many times recently. And at, for, for, for me, um, you know, when you're young, the only thing I've ever wanted to do in life in truth I, I, I want to be a rock star. I want to be a you know, NFL star or whatever it might be, but not in my heart. My heart just told God, I'm like, I want to, I wasn't a churchy guy, but I'm like, God, only thing I pray for, please God, besides marrying the Marsha Brady and the Brady Bunch, I wanted to go ahead and have a wife who loved me. And I want to have a bunch of crazy kids that are just, you know, having a lot of fun, you know, growing up and, and doing the right things and creating a new great generation. And so um, in any event, what, what for me, what I had to do at work was my dad, my grandfather, my three brothers, they're all MDs. I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm, I'm the stupid LO who became a lawyer. Um, but um, at the end of the day, all they've done is been in the service business. And now I got into freaking sales. I mean, that's so <clears throat> I watched the way my dad treated people. But I just knew I had to almost biblically, I got to provide for my family. So I want to outwork everybody else. But you know what happens is later on, you realize, you know, you, if, you, if you did it right, you become pretty successful. But then there has to be meaning. And so I've spent almost a year and a half trying to figure out what that transition looks like. Because if you think about it, my 22-year-old graduated college. I got two in college. They don't need me. My 16-year-old has a set of wheels, and my 14-year-old went from grade school to high school, and she divorced me because her friends are more important than I am. <laughs> so I'm not coaching my kids anymore. I'm not doing this. I got fired. But what another thing that happens, I got fired my purpose in life. I can still be a good husband, but what about this major gap? And so I thought about things, and the things that make me excited, I love outworking the competition. Um, I, 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 want them, I love making money. Uh, that doesn't motivate me, but it's a hell of a byproduct. Um, I love taking off time and being, I love being a meathead and a moron and, 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 and drinking beer and smoking cigars and chilling with my family and making them think that I'm a real, dad's a real goofball. And then, but the thing that fills me up is, is my relationship right now, talking to you, even though I'm doing most of the talking right now, it, it's exciting, but um, we're in a COVID world where we're all isolated and yeah. we're not connected. And, and the thing for Facebook, what's happened with me is now I have some of these relationships and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go down and meet for coffee. Boom, done. Now I have a new referral partner. Um, but you would ask how you get an LO to that point. And the, the longest distance any man or woman ever takes is 12 inches from their head to their heart. And, um, you know, you know it, but connecting those two can be a canyon apart. And, um, Took me a long time to get there, but what fills me up besides other, you know, God and family is relationships and um, money is great. And I get thrilled. If I can make it rain, that doesn't fill me up. It's a byproduct. No, I, I love that. I love it. And I, 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 I remember when, when we were at Ascend in Colorado and, and I was, I was listening to you talk and you, you, you know, you were, you were showing 
the impact that just being a real human on social media can have. And you told the story of your priest. And I showed the video. And you, you showed a video and, and you, you know, you talked about how like you inadvertently worked your way into his sermon, you know, for the day. Can you kind of, can you kind of retell that story? Because yeah, I, I love this. I just love that story. And I think it resonates so well with what we're trying to help people achieve through social media. And so just, just tell yeah. that story. So thanks. For, I forgot all about that, but thank you for bringing that up. So I went to, um, uh, oh, grade school and high school with this priest and we never hung out. Um, he was in the smart group. I was in the stupid group and, um, and he ends up going on and to, to college and he, he becomes a priest. I never see him again. And then um, priests get transferred at, at the bishop's whim. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's back at the parish that he started. And I'm, I'm back there. So we become a little bit of friends. In fact, we become very tight. And uh, it's kind of funny how God saved the best for last because we both love relationships. Um, so um, I'm on vacation with my wife and kids probably in July of this, this year. And... Um, he, um, we're, we're, we're on Lake Michigan and I get this text. He goes, what'd you think? I go, what? He goes, didn't you see the, the sermon? I'm like, I have no idea what the heck you're talking about. And he goes, you, you are my ser- sermon. And I'm like, huh? Okay. How come? He goes, no, you have to watch it online tomorrow. Well, this was during the COVID, you know, where there's a lot of stuff and they're broadcasting like freaking like yeah. uh, services. So the next day, we hop on and we watch the, 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 the thing and he's got this whole five minutes on me. And uh, he doesn't mention me by name, but he said, here's a guy. He, this, is, this is the paraphrase of this. He says, I talked to a woman and I said, hey, you never responded to my instant message on Facebook. And she goes, yeah, um, I, I think I've told everyone it's toxic and I'm not on there. And um, here's the reason it's toxic because of politics, drugs, sex, rock and roll, blah, 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 whatever it might be, um, gossip. And, um, and he goes on that story a little bit. He goes, but here's someone else. And so he pulls up his phone in front of the whole congregation and starts scrolling from bottom to top. He goes, let me read you a couple of his posts. Well, in truth, he read probably about five, six, seven of the posts. And the way he tells the story is way, way better than I do. And if anybody wants that, it's really cool. Um, But it's a five minutes. And then he comes to summation. He says, you know what? That first woman is right. There's a lot of bad stuff on social media and Facebook. But um, this guy's got it. He wants to be a light. And uh, I'm not bragging. These are his words, not mine. But it made me feel good. He said, um, you know, he wants to be a light in darkness. He wants to be an effectuant of change. And guess what? Oh yeah, I never told him, but I want to make a billion dollars. But it's a result of me caring for people and leading people and serving people. Not a billion dollars because I, I I I sold a mortgage. It's a byproduct again. But um, anyways, he says that the thing goes through a lot of cu- couple of humorous ones and uh, even talks about his comments on there. Well, the best thing, the funniest part was. <clears throat> We're in Michigan, and I'm going to say it was Sunday because that's when the you know, we could have got Saturday night when it was Sunday. Well, between Saturday night and Sunday, I'm getting texts, I'm getting inboxes, and they're like, "Dude, uh, my senior's talking about you. Father Deutsch is talking about you." La da da. I go, "What do you mean?" She goes, "I heard him talking about you because I commented on your post, and he mentioned this <laughs> post and that post and this." And I was like, 
freaking awesome. It's pretty awesome. So anyways, um, talk about the best thing. As I tell people, what would be really cool? It would be really cool to say that Kyle, have Kyle say, um, I'm a great guy. Or would it be better for Larry to say, dude, Kyle's a freaking bomb. Which one's better? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's way better when you say it. Yeah. When someone else says that I I didn't ask for it, I didn't know about it. I got, you know, dinged by somebody else and then someone else did it. So. Well, and Larry, the the reason I I wanted you to tell that story is because I just like, I, I think the, when I travel the country and watch the way loan officers are trained, watch the way realtors are trained, they're taught social media from the angle of this is how to get your next sell instead of the way I look at it. And, and I think the way you look at it, though, maybe you haven't ever articulated it like this. Let me show you how to earn your next referral. Because when we look at social media through the lens of I want referrals out of this rather than I want transactions, we say things differently. We do things differently because now we've alleviated the pressure of like, I've got to sell to you. I, yeah, I've so, got to convince yeah. you to buy something from me and, as and, opposed and, to just creating value. And that's the car salesman thing because the car salesmen say that if you're not going to buy in the first two hours, they're probably not going to buy. I go into a car dealership and I say, I promise you, I will not be buying in the first four hours. And so I will be back I'm here tonight. I'll be back tomorrow night. And then I will you know, gather my thoughts and let it up. Great salespeople understand that there's just people are cut differently. And right. so for me, my, I, I, I don't look at it by getting a transaction or the referral. What I think about is this. I have a little recipe as far as how I go ahead and coach on, on my personal. But um, I have, I want to do this, 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 and this. And no more than once every two weeks, remind someone that I'm in this business. Because here's the deal. Brian Buffini talks about a reticular activator. So what's a reticular activator? Here's a reticular activator. He says, when people bring up something about the twins, I could care less about twins. And, um, but then I find out also my wife and I were pregnant with twins. And then he goes, my, now my reticular activator is off. And so I'm driving down, all of a sudden I start seeing things I never saw the Minnesota twins, uh, Twin Peaks. I see, um, you know, uh, the, the Coors Light twins. And I'm like, my girls are gonna be like that. But all of a sudden, twins, 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 twins come to the front of mine. So uh, what I want to do is know me, like me, trust me. Yeah. Authenticity. And oh, yeah, once in a while, by the way, I'm in mortgage. If you need something, love to help you. And then when their reticular activator goes off, hey, Larry's my guy. He just reminded me of it. And yeah, he's been my guy. I always told me he's my guy. So I just want to be there for when that reticular activator goes off. So, so give us a few examples of like, what does that every two weeks content look like where it truly is serving as a reminder of what you do for a living? How do, how do you kind of do that yeah. in a way that's not just, Hey, here's your two week PSA. Yeah. So, uh, uh, hashtag humbled, uh, Kyle came to me or, or, uh, and referred a client to me that had been turned down by three different lenders and the truth of the matter is they could have, all three of those lenders could have done it day one, but they never took the time to understand the full situation. And we were able to ram jam and save this guy from being out in the street and hashtag humbled. Thank you. Referral source. Well, guess what? Joe Q public sees this 
they might have problems. They might not have problems, but they're, oh yeah, there is a guy. He's a servant. He's the guy who's out there trying to make, uh, make it right for people. So you're, so you're doing it through story. You're telling stories, not just putting a poster out there. That's like, I'm running for your LO in 2022. Oh, I I do think that, (laughs) no, I'm not doing that. I do think that there's a um, time and place for saying, Hey, you know, uh, breaking news. Um, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac have just raised their loan limits. That's educational. It's not story. Yeah. It's short and sweet. I'm not selling, but again, yeah. regular activator. Oh, we're going to get a house in about two weeks. I'm glad Larry brought that up. You need to reach out to him, honey. Give him a call. See if we can get an application going. Ding, ding, ding. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So what, what would, so, cause when you presented at Ascend, well, you didn't even make it through your whole presentation, which I think also resonated with me because I don't, I don't feel like I ever finish. Uh, and, and so, you know, you had like six, six different slides that you're like, well, can't do that yet. Can't do that right now. Can't do that right now. We got to keep going. And, and so just give us like, you know, you, you're very heavy on Facebook like I am. Yep. And so what are just a couple simple tips that, that you could give the LO, the realtor that's listening to this, that just starting right now, the moment they stop listening to this episode, they could instantly take it and go be uh, more human, more relational on Facebook. So here's the thing. I'm trying to look if I can get my presentation up there, my old man glasses. Um, it, it, first of all, I want to do a, a quick PSA for Facebook. Um, I, I, I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't like AI. I don't like a lot of things about it. I'll make it very clear. However, yeah. I know that they're using me. That's okay. I'm using them. And I've never made in the last five years less than $100,000. Book it. I track it off of, a, uh, off of Facebook. So they're going to use me. I'm going to use them. I'm using the free thing. That's my PSA for Facebook. Love it. Um, and then, um, so here's the deal. You want to be on Facebook because every generation is on Facebook also. You might not like it. Um, and, and my kids are on, on Snapchat and, and Instagram. But here's the deal. If you're, if you're new to Facebook, um, give yourself a year. No matter what, you want to post no matter what, once a day. Um, do not be a one-trick pony. Um, so do not, if you find that you're getting an engagement with humor, don't make humor your, your that's not your thing because they'll never talk to your credibility. Um, you, 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 I have a recipe of five or six things I do. Post once a day. Make sure you comment on 10 other people's um, post because you want to make it not all about you. Uh, other people are important too. And if you comment yep. on them, you're showing you value their time, like 10 other people's posts. And um, I think that um, there was one more thing I was going to say off the top of my head. There's just so much. Um, oh, you want to like, believe it or not, you, I know you want to like your own post because is it, it seems arrogant. It's not, there's an algorithm to it. You want to like your post because Facebook has an algorithm and then the final thing is I would friend everyone, you know, even if it doesn't make sense, unless you're a woman and there's a creepy guy and your spider sense goes off then stay away from them. So, but uh, everybody else, because even if they're your competition, there's something that they might not be able to do that they can refer to you that you can do. And uh, 100%. So, that's my one. So good. It's so good. And, and then give us the, 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 a couple things. Talk to us about like what you do with your fuchsia background posts. Yeah, it's all I see. I like the the 
the resonating thing with you because you talked about it, but then I friended you. And so that's the thing that I see the most from you is the post that's just words with the fuchsia background every single time. Yeah. So I, I, I like photos. Uh, Facebook loves photos. Facebook loves videos. But if I ever have a one liner, I'm going to put stuff up there in, in, in my my color. And so my color is a fuchsia. And so I gave blood this past week and it was just not lot, not often lightheaded during a workout. But after I was a double red blood, red blood owner, I felt lightheaded. And then here's one uh, humor. I'm disowning my dad. He doesn't like cilantro just when you thought you got to know someone. Well, I, I had 55 <laughs> likes and I had 44 comments. And, um, um, you know, pictures are great. Uh, other fuchsia ones would be, uh, I had an inspirational quote. Um, how about this one? You're, you're, even you, Kyle, you're not going to know this one because you're too damn young. But um, I put out, headed out to San Francisco for the Labor Day weekend show. I got my hush puppies on. I guess you never, I was never meant for glitter rock and roll. You have any idea what that is? Uh, not a clue. Yeah, I didn't think so. So it, it, it's a song called <laughs> Come Monday by Jimmy Buffett. Well, I, I had a million people jump on there, but guess what? It was to my generation or older. And so I'll just, all of a sudden a song, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool because I'm a music buff. And so probably once every two weeks, I throw on a, 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 anything from a rap to, uh, you know, to an old timer thing. And I just hit different audiences and people start jumping on it. Oh, and then my other favorite thing in the future thing is, is love, love, love. Again, everything that I'm sharing with you, you cannot live in that world. You have to bounce between those worlds. Yeah. Uh, I love questions. And so my next question I'm posting is um, I have the question. And now that I'm on camera, um, I'm having a brain squirrel uh, moment. But um, of course, it's going to be something along the lines of um, it's a bucket list question of, of some sort. Uh, yeah. Biggest, or I'll get serious, biggest regret in life. If you can do a mulligan over, you know, yeah. and, and questions are great. And I'll tell you why. Now I, I told a realtor, I, I, I present all the time. I said, don't be a one trick pony. The realtor didn't listen. He is a one trick pony. Every day is a different question. Well, good for him. But is he really kind of letting the people get to know him um, really well? No. And then, right. um, so anyways, long story short, um, the reason I like questions is because I, I like one of my favorite ones I say is this, um, okay, um, you're on death row. You're going to die tonight. Um, uh, what is your last meal? And you have anything you want? Well, I got to tell you, man, I, I love seeing the range of answers from, I'm just having yeah. to, I'm having a, you know, flaming yon, double this, blah, 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 this and that, blah, blah, and, and a bottle of, you know, Dom Perignon, you know, blah, blah. and but in that, some of my referral targets, they'll start telling me things that are important to them. You know, favorite, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I get to learn about people. That's where it's sexy for me is learning about people. Uh, so good. It's so, like, I, I remember a few years back, my mom, she, she writes, she, she, she's written over five handwritten notes a day for over 30 years. So you think about the impact that she's had on people for three decades. And, and a few years ago, I said, I said, mom, we can level this up on, on through social media. I said, put a post out asking people to choose their favorite candy bar from this picture that had nine candy bars on it. She had 250 comments. We made a spreadsheet 
And so then she started writing those people handwritten notes and she'd put the candy bar that they said in the comments with the handwritten note. All these people think Elizabeth Draper's a wizard because they don't remember. They don't remember hey, commenting on no. that. Are you kidding me? No way. No. And it's just, it's unbelievable how if we're just intentional, oh my gosh, like we can be so unbelievably relational through this thing called social media that everybody wants to hate on and crap on. And there's, there's good things that can happen there. I will tell you this. You can do it in less than 10 minutes a day, um, first of all. And that's important because there's a misnomer. Stacy Harding, who you and I both know, he yeah. said, after I saw your presentation, I had no idea. I thought you were spending all day on social media. And I'm like, no, I put out my one post. And then I make sure that over certain times I could be going to the bathroom. I could be sitting at a doctor's office. I can do whatever. I'm commenting on someone else's one or, or, yep. or liking it. So it, 10 minutes a day, but I do think that Facebook's using me. I'm going to use it. I don't mind. Being, I love it. I, if I'm going to be used, I'll use you. That's okay. It's mutually symbiotic, symbiotic relationship. That's the, that's the greatest line of this, of this interview. So Larry, I, I hope I, I actually will be, I, I will be praying that people will, will connect with you just because of, of, I believe the positive influence that you can have in their lives. How do people do that? Cause we will put this in the show notes so that it's easy for people to connect. I, I want to do one shameless plug if I can. And, and yes, this, of so, course. And so now I am doing a shameless plug, but I'm admitting it up front, which takes all the power out of it. <laughs> you just all raise your middle finger. Say, I don't want any part to do with Larry and you have that permission. So I, uh, Wrote a book in 19-something, no, 2000 and, and, and uh, like five, six years ago. And it's called No Rewind. And um, it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes. It's all these things. I missed the New York Times seller just a little bit. And I, I make this much money on it. I, I, I don't even care about it. I, I'm more mad that I missed the New York Times bestseller, not because of the money thing, but because there's like 10 different stories from 10 different real people who have made a decision that despite the things that have happened to them in their life, that they can go from good to great. And, um, yeah. and so for me, and people want it, they can have it for free. I don't care, uh, but it's on there and the reviews are great. So I'm, uh, I'm bragging. So that's my shameless plug. Um, but I, I want to impact as many people's life as possible. And the people in this book aren't me. It's everybody else. So they're the ones that are impacting. I'm just the, the, the big ass mouth. Um, okay. Uh, they can call me um, or send me a text um, at 630-417-7172. Yes, I'm one of the guys that will actually offer that. Uh, I love it. Go ahead and email me. Um, I'm going to add you to my private, my 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 uh, my, my private outside the company page, but it's my last name B E T T A G, like bet tag B E T T A G at Comcast.net. Those are probably the best ways to do that, or go through my agent Kyle here. Oh yeah. Come on. Well, we'll Larry, we'll have all that tagged in the notes. We will have the Amazon link to the book in the, in your, in the show notes. I'm going to go buy your book. The minute we finish recording this, I'll, I'll send it to you. Just give me your address. No, I'm still going to buy one, but go ahead and send me one and I'll, I'll, I'll re gift that to someone else. Okay. Well, because we'll talk. I, I want to support. Yeah, I know. I, I don't, I don't want that. I want to, you, you've done this. I want to send this to you. So, okay. Well, Larry, I, I can't thank you enough for, for jumping on. It was worth the wait to get you on here. And uh, it is, 
it is an honor to fight the good fight of social media alongside you. So thanks for when I see you, like, dude, we made it. So it's great. A long time coming. And I know you're out and about and you have a lot of things going on today, but I'm seeing you're hitting more and more on the national stage. And, uh, I just want to say as a brother from across the nation, I'm really proud of you and keep the way you're. Thank you. Lives. So keep up the good Thank work. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Guys, this is it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back real soon with another super cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.